You're listening to The Creative Production Lab. The Creative Production Lab is an audio podcast produced by the University of Nebraska at Omaha's Chris Library. The Creative Production Lab is aimed at the University of Nebraska at Omaha's students, staff, and faculty of our academic community. But all projects, hints, tips, and otherwise any information here is applicable to anyone interested in any creative activity or project we may be engaged in. For more information, go to library.uinomaha.edu. Episode 2 of the Creative Production Lab was recorded remotely on Friday, January 15th, 2021. This episode was split into two parts and is available on this channel and wherever you get your podcast. In part one, we covered equipment setup for audio recording and planning your audio project. In part two, we covered software settings for Zoom, audio editing practices, and sharing your podcast or audio project. Okay. Okay, so the the other technical bits of, of recording to Zoom, uh, we actually cover in the document that is paired up with this podcast, rather than going into, you should click three centimeters above this box. I'm just going to say, check out that document, because basic preferences set up for this is wicked easy and pretty well done. The only thing that I would say setting up Zoom-wise uh, that we kind of haven't covered that I think is most important is one everybody that's in the podcast should be given a co-host setting as soon as everybody's in. Because what that lets everybody do is each individual person can record um, the audio uh, to their own computer as a backup in case somebody like goes away. Or in my case, if your like audio input device starts squealing like an alien Um, and you can come back in and fix that relatively easily. and the last tidbit that we did uh, is turn off your damn video. Especially if you're like on Wi-Fi on campus, you never know how much bandwidth is going to chop out on you. So you might as well save it all for good audio. Because the, the kind of the reason we picked Zoom on this one is Zoom, as you get to group videos, they, they look like butt, like 200 by 300 pixel uh, GIFs for video quality. But the audio outcome, just listen to our first first episode, the audio that Zoom records locally or in the cloud uh, is uh, très magnifique. Let's just put it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and super easy to do editing with. Yeah. And before we get too far from like physical recording things and Charles talking about his mic squealing, uh, I will bring <laughs> up the ferret choke again. Uh, don't kill a ferret. <laughs> It's spelled F-E-R-R-I-T-E, choke. And it's a little piece of uh, iron, kind of a ferromagnetic uh, material in like a little clip. And you can clip it onto audio cables because uh, a lot of the times what will happen is you have like power cables running next to audio cables and power cables create a little electromagnetic field that messes with your audio cables and will make it sound all grody and give you a lot of noise and squealing like Charles had. And uh, so in um, in like amateur radios, that's a big no, no. Uh, and so what they'll use and what I've used in the past is uh, these ferret chokes or ferret beads 
and you can clip them onto your audio cables or your power cables um, and they help cut out a lot of that electromagnetic field and prevent the sound the the creep in into your sound and your audio so you get a lot less of that feedback and a lot less of that high frequency electronic noise uh those something you could probably pick up on amazon but i think i've seen them at mono price uh is, mono is the best price place. yeah mono price sells them for real cheap the thing is you're not going to be able to buy like less than a set of five or so you know so you're going to have to pay like the 10 15 bucks to get like a set of them um because you can't just buy like three you know um you probably used to be able to buy three at radio shack but radio shack doesn't exist anymore um so uh yeah there's mm -hmm. that um i've had friends that have dealt with stuff like that and recommended these before and they they work pretty well they work for ham radio people you you get some guy yelling at you over your station like hey you're coming through really noisy buddy and you have to deal with that or else people or else you uh you can get in trouble sweet yeah somebody own a ham radio then uh i used to in high school uh i was actually part of the ham radio club that is so specific. I think what we're finding out <laughs> is Sean is actually a vampire from the 1950s. He's working what? on some kind of no. radio. Sean is just secretly 70 and pretending to be a college student. Look, my friends got in trouble in high school <laughs> for carrying around their ham radio. Uh, wow. I don't, I, I don't and know. Then the communists attacked us. Yeah. yeah. Well, if you pick it, it was up a my, scary uh, time with. Good old Eisenhower there to protect us. Yeah, if you picked up my uh my uh what's that the 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 the, the reference that's he's working on some kind of radio. Mm. Oh, it's a Twilight Zone reference. I'll I'll just oh. say it right now. <laughs> if you or Drew make more one more side-eyed reference to something that only one in the group has seen, I'm gonna fire both of you. <laughs> and because it'll be recorded in public, it isn't gonna be something we can brush off anymore. Wow. <laughs> uh, so one thing uh, that's important too with this stuff, and Sean kind of poked at this, is the idea of checking your setup. You know, you definitely, I think a lot of the time, people will dive in head first their first time out because they're excited or they're not aware of these issues. And the amount of people I've seen record a three-hour, you know, podcast or three-hour audio narration for a, a secondary use get out of the booth or get out turn off the recording and realize that it's fundamentally flawed uh it is kind of scary how many times i've seen that happen and you got to practice your bedside manner when you go up and say yeah you can't fix that no audio no post editing in the world can fix that issue sorry you just kind of record it again so definitely be willing and ready to not only, you know, set this up, but listen to it first, you know, do a test recording, check it out, make sure you're not running into any of these issues. Uh, post editing future you will thank past you very much for doing that. Mm -hmm. And I did it notice that in Zoom, in the settings under recording, you can actually optimize for third-party editing if you do elect to use one of these um, post-product programs that I'm sure Charles will mention later on. 
Yeah. Yep. If you if you can uh if you can fix it before you edit, please, for the love of all things good and holy, fix it before you edit. Just record like a twenty minute thing of you and your other podcast mates shooting the breeze and then listen to that and as if everything's good, you're golden. If not, troubleshoot. An ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. Mm-hmm. Heck yeah. No, because yeah, and we'll get to editing there, but that yeah, that's the big hurdle even when we're open and we're having the whisper booth and folks inside of the cpl that's a huge hurdle to, to overcome uh but the biggest one uh that most folks need to deal with especially if you've got like a radio broadcast or a podcast to make for a course that's i think the hardest thing of all is to just get ready to do it and have a damn good idea of what the heck you're going to do um for because what we do uh to put the mystery behind the curtain on this one is we quite literally have a like two page outline of what we're going to talk about and a basic like structure for the podcast, which we've already horrifically ignored, which, which we ignore. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Then yeah. I derail it with stupid stories. Yeah. But, but here's the thing we can derail it and come right back on it because we wrote it down. We have something that everybody can like mutually agree. Okay, cool. We are off base and we're going to come back to it and what we're going to talk about. Even if in our case, it's just like, tell people how to make a podcast on Zoom while making a podcast on Zoom. And then I think that, let me, I'm going to switch over to that one uh, in parentheses of just talk here. Huh. Freeform software tips um, kind of a thing. But that- yeah, Just like, do it, forehead. Yeah. Uh, kind of the same thing, like what, what, what we were talking about a, bit, a second ago of being prepared and confirming things are relatively okay saves you down the road. Because here in a minute, we're going to get into editing. And for folks that have done audio or video editing, we the first thing we warn you when you come in for help with those in the CPL is, hey, I only have I only have a five minute video I need to edit. I and I just shot it yesterday. Can you help me finish it up for class tomorrow? And then we have to, to give them the, the terrifying news of, look, uh, if you've never done this before, you should expect to spend an hour editing for every one minute of final thing. Uh, that's mostly for video, but for audio, it takes less, but if you've got bad quality audio or a bunch of stuff to cut out, oh boy, editing is the next big hurdle. So having a good outline and making sure your tech and software setup in zoom is good will save you oodles of time in trying to get this thing into something usable. Yeah, it's the difference between changing your car's oil regularly and having to rebuild your engine. Sean, uh, this is 2021. Everybody has a Tesla. There is no oil in any vehicle anymore. No, but like for real, like even if you don't change your own oil, just get your oil changed and then you don't rebuild your engine. Just just get your setup all good and you don't have to like spend hours editing something. I can't tell you how many how much like video is a little bit more difficult in this but like people have this like overexposed grainy a really dark video and they come in with like audio that's just somebody blowing into the mic because the wind was so bad and it it's like rebuilding an engine trying to like get it all sorted out and when it would have taken you a third of the time a quarter of the time if you just took 10 minutes before recorded like a little section realized oh this is really bad and then like uh fixed it or tried to fix it wait i'm i'm confused you guys don't just roll your cars into the river every six months and get new ones true 
So uh, with that, let's let's get into editing our next big like software push, um, because uh, let's say you're at the point where you've talked for an hour and a half inside of Zoom and you've got <clears> it <throat> recorded. Basically, here, here's how easy it is. As long as you've hit the record button in Zoom, once you hit end in the meeting, it will make a uh, an audio file. You need to edit that audio file. Maybe you want to add music that you found for free on the internet, or you want to get rid of jokes about where you hide your evidence in the Missouri River and in what car you pushed in and how many months. Dead uh, body. And yeah, dead body, stuff like that it needs to get edited out. Or I so, did purposely cough when you said an hour and a half to, uh, to as very pointed. I will say that that was a purposeful cough. Well, so yeah, that so it, honestly, it might be that's where we cut for episode two is uh, setting stuff up in the first half and all the jokes from the CPL and episode two B actually editing things uh, will be the two halves. There we go. That's how we're going to cut this <laughs> episode two B. The actual useful information. Yes. Uh, so I'll I'll just I'll just kick this off right. Um, uh, I edit this in Adobe Audition because that we, well we've got access to that both in the lab um, and as as staffers or as student workers. But you, as we found out the hard way once we went into remote in 2020 because of COVID, students don't have access to Adobe CC off campus anymore. Um, yeah, that so, was unfortunate. Yeah, uh, and w what we found out later is because Adobe tried to charge universities five times as much for student licenses, like in March of 2020. It was just <clears> an <throat> abrupt bump. Uh, if you want to talk capitalism. about, yep, crap, yeah, why <clears throat> we don't like capitalism too well up in these parts. <clears throat> uh, that's probably it. But as you'll hear in pretty much every single podcast and uh, outreach document from us. There's an open source alternative. And in this case, it's called Audacity, um, which I, I'm not going to be able to talk about much because I've used it all of three times during a game jam because under the circumstance where I have to choose between Audacity uh, and uh, Audition, if I've got access to Audition, I'll use Audition. I know that's <laughs> I'm leaning into our, our capitalist overlords a little bit, but it just works is what I, what I like there. But Audacity has all of the capabilities of getting there as well. Yeah, I would say I prefer Audition over Audacity just because they can both do the same thing. But Audition, um, I would say they're, you can just as easily do like the really basic things like cutting out dead space, um, moving clips around, organizing it, stuff like that. You can do those just as easily in both of them. You're really basic editing. editing. But Audition is just going to be a little bit easier to do that more advanced editing. Yeah, and for folks interested and that are still on campus, every single computer in the library has the entire creative suite, including Audition. So if you want to come in uh, and use a computer to do Audition editing, you can as well as the CPL uh, on non-Blizzard days is still open for um, appointments. So you can come in, uh, request an appointment, sit down at a computer if you bring your audio file in and we'll walk you through the basics of audition using a six foot bamboo stick uh, taped off uh, at least six feet away from you. So it's kind of goofy, but it works and it's safe and we can help you out from there. Also take a wild guess, if you need an appointment via Zoom, you can make an appointment via Zoom and we'll screen share with you how to deal with software. So there's our, if you want help from a student worker, from me or from Drew, 
we can help you online wherever you're at through the software that we're telling you to use for a podcast. My file just hit a gig. Oh, there that's that's our usual warning for we're getting close to wrapping this up. Sean's our canary in the coal mine. Uh oh. Ba, 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 da. <laughs> uh, so Drew's now in charge again. Here we, we are again. Yeah, this is a terrifying <laughs> prospect that Charles? I have not only been given power once this day, but twice. Did you give the power yeah. back? Because if not, oh. you've is, been in power the entire time. Oh, is, hello, am, Charles. Are the aliens gone? They I think not. so. <laughs> Over time today. Wow. Uh, hey, nope, they're back. Oh, no, no, they're, they're back. back. They're back. <laughs> <laughs> they were summoned. They went, ee. We addressed them to come back. <laughs> yeah, if you acknowledge their existence, they come back. Uh, it's like those one, like, Doctor Who aliens that, like, you see constantly, but you keep forgetting every time they're not in direct eyesight. Hey, can, you, can, you, can you all hear me right now? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I just got shocked by my input device. Oh. Yeah. Uh, oh, it, oh. So I, I'm currently using, and you could probably hear from the quality change, I'm just using the, <laughs> the, the MacBooks because uh, the case... I'm if it, here's the thing if I die I loved you thank you all for doing this you've all got backup recordings um no. but the case of this uh uh audio input uh, controller is is steel is coated steel and in touching it I got shocked yeah oh, uh, I think we found out that my uh too bad I bought this like two years ago and I can't return it wow okay um so <laughs> at this point in the episode we'd like to thank charles for his service and to the university of nebraska at omaha he will be missed and he will be missed by his loved ones uh press f in the chat for me everybody we'll turn the uh, service over zoom uh, <laughs> so i'm gonna hit at this point i'm gonna hit mute and get my uh little usb lapel mic set up um to at least like isolate audio some uh, so if you all want to talk about Audacity, I know, Sean, you've got experience with it. Drew, you've put, put tor folks towards it. And Shelby and Tanya, if you want to like ask these two questions that you think other folks might ask about dealing with that software, and I will be back and usable in a second. Yeah, so I guess, I don't, Drew, I don't know how much you've used Audacity. I haven't used it in an insane amount, but I've used it. Uh, uh, I've used it an okay amount for like small projects mainly. Well, it really boils down to if you intend to record directly to Audacity or bring your audio from Zoom to edit into Audacity. Uh, yes. Both are viable and perfectly fine options. In the example of us recording right now, I'm pretty sure Sean is running his audio secondary through Audition, uh, which is the same process you do in Audacity. But that means that he can then cut his recording and edit it directly within the program itself instead of having to bring it in a third party from a different program. Yeah, and that's just a difference in recording preference. You can, the, we've been talking about recording through Zoom. Zoom is super easy because it you come, you get all that, that audio, it's all synced together, it's all good. Um, you just throw it into your software. Uh, audacity is really good you can use it to chop up segments move them around like chop out dead space move them around stuff like that um 
the difference is what, what Drew's talking about is a whole other beast of if you all record individually in it, then you'd all have to send their audio files to one person to edit. Uh, editing itself is a pretty straightforward process. And all good programs that aren't called iMovie will approach it about the same <laughs> way. Uh, <laughs> well, because what you'll see is you will have some means of bringing in your media, uh, either by the fact that you recorded it natively inside the program or that you have a file. You'll put that file into some sort of workspace and then you'll do one of really two or three general things. Uh, you'll cut apart sections that you don't want and then delete them and condense the portion of what you want to retain into one contiguous piece. Um, and then you will make adjustments to that audio. Um, I would actually encourage people to actively pursue recording their audio within the program because the benefit you have of using the program itself, uh, Zoom does have these fantastic uh, functionalities built into it and you definitely can use Zoom. But one of the key core things you get from recording into a program like Audacity or Audition is the ability to see your audio levels. So we can all listen to each other, but like our computers could be at different volume levels. So what may sound loud to me maybe doesn't sound loud to Sean. Uh, the nice thing about using a secondary audio program like Audacity, like Audition, is it gives you the ability to see what your audio is recording at. Because for human voice, you want that to be between about 12 to 6 decibels at most, maybe even 15 to 9. Um, and remember that it's always easier to make your audio uh, uh, quieter than it is. Uh, that's not true. Really, you just you don't want it to get what's called distorted, which is when it goes above like negative three decibels. You're getting into I the weeds a little bit with this. Drew. Yeah, they, yeah, that is a bit in the weeds, I will admit. Yeah, but that's just it's one of the things that's nice about those programs compared well, to like a Zoom. Yeah. yeah, and and honestly, uh, we can talk about like all this different, really specific stuff all we want. Um, when it comes down to it, uh, Audacity is free. It's open source, and you can find oodles of tutorials for it online. They will talk about what Drew's talking about with like you making sure your audio isn't too loud, isn't too quiet, um, like plus sides to this instead of recording through Zoom uh, is that everybody has an individual audio channel. So if somebody like is sitting there and their little brother barges into the room and starts screaming and yelling, but other people keep having a conversation, it's really easy to just mute that one person's track mm -hmm. and not deal with all the other futzing around with everybody else's things so the what they do is they let you edit on multiple tracks with so you can have multiple sources of audio and be able to do that and that's where it comes in of like if everybody's recording individually in audition or audacity then they'd take their file after the recording and they'd send it to one person who's going to bring them all in and record uh, one note for that is make sure to sync your audio everybody's like some have somebody count down one two three and everybody says like claps on three so you can nice and sync that up so not everybody's talking at weird times so uh i'm back and i how do i sound speaking speaking of one two three um yeah, I'm pretty you sound right. a little muddled from before yeah, yeah. well yeah because the other one was a real this one's just a 
So it did it sound better when I was just using the 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 MacBook itself? No, no, absolutely no, not. This okay. is way better. Okay, yeah. then then I'll just stick I'll just stick with this because nobody's getting electrocuted from this microphone. Even though if you check the Discord, you can see just how stupid it is. Yeah, I love it. So yeah, <laughs> speaking of which, yeah, thankfully everybody's got their own independent audio being recorded because in losing my microphone to an electrical issue, it also stopped my audition recording. So y'all is going to be the backup for this one and we're going to have to exchange it but yeah i think to to kind of close out editing a little bit the most important part of it is getting your basic cuts down adding an intro and an outro with like maybe music uh and speaking of music uh using um creative commons or public domain music which is available we've got that document up on our website for open source media as an option and what's or you cool can make your own Shelby, we can make your own. Uh, I will not make your own, but you can make your own if you have an Apple device, and I mean any Apple device, like a MacBook, or you even have an iPhone or an iPad. You have access to GarageBand, and they have plenty of loops and everything in there that you can piece together fairly easily to make your own intro song if you want something, you know, completely original. And that saves you from any fashion of copyright claim if you get into the next step we're going to talk about uh, of hosting it and making your stuff public, uh, as we did. So, yeah, I say check that out because GarageBand, I, I, I agree with you, Shelby, on that one of I am musically inept top to bottom. Mm -hmm. uh, but in having done a bunch of like game jams or otherwise, I've been forced to make sound effects or make small audio clips. And GarageBand is stupid easy to make something that sounds like music when yep. you've got a brick for a musical brain like me mm -hmm. i Say, mean even if, uh... if you don't have i mean even if you don't have any like like musical ability i mean i play a little bit of piano and i've been a drummer for 13 years so like i have a little bit of that knowledge but um there's still like pre-existing loops like bass lines melodic lines rhythms and everything that they already have within the app that you can just put into um your timeline and and use so you really don't even have to write anything or know anything about notes or melodies or you know harmonies or anything like that because a lot of the times they have it already within the app for you and you can just piece it together to what sounds cool for you Sweet. I think we just came up with another episode of the podcast uh, of making some basic musical stuff. Yeah. Sweet. Next up is a mixtape. <laughs> CPL, CPL, CPL is dropping a mixtape. Come watch out. Come 2022. Uh, but okay, everybody, we've gotten to the position where you're done editing. You've gotten rid of weird pauses or ums or uh, jokes that will get you fired from your position in some way. Undesirable or members of your podcast. Yeah, it, it, you've done with your editing and you've done the wonderful file export and you've exported your multi-track down to an MP3. The next step is to share it with people because yes, while it's fun recording stuff and having it as like on your desktop to use as blackmail later on in some way, in reality, if you're recording for a podcast project for a class or for yourself to actually get out, pe other people need to hear it beside you. Uh, for class, what we would suggest um, so it can link up to your canvas, this is specific to UNO students, uh, 
post it inside of Google Drive as an MP3. That way you can get put the link into Canvas so your uh, professor can listen to it, download it, and confirm that you did the project. Um, the other option is to use, because we, I'm not going to tell you to use Box anymore, because that's not going to exist in a bit uh, in all the fun that. announcements we've had to deal with. But you can, you can put it up into your OneDrive account. And I'm going to say that you learn to use OneDrive, UNO students, now before it's utterly mandatory. Um, and uh, you have to for everything and deal with the, the quote unquote fun of hosting stuff on OneDrive in any way or SharePoint for that matter. But the options for people listening to it live as a real podcast or just as a streaming thing, um, because all UNO students have a GMAV account, you also automatically have a Google account, which thanks to the miracles of Google buying up every product on the planet means you have a YouTube account. So you can post your audio clip as a YouTube video and then send that out to people. Great. That we've gotten rid of the worst ways to share your podcast. You can uh, embed YouTube videos into Canvas as well. Sweet. So that, that plugin works. Oh, and VidGrid. Uh, UNO's uh, academic video services through VidGrid work as well. Um, I've put up an audio-only file as a video, and it'll just put a VidGrid background in it. So there are options for sharing it for the purposes of class. But as a podcast proper, a podcast itself is an RSS feed that can go out to multiple services so anybody can listen to a podcast and download it onto their device without needing to stream it or just tag into it from your channel. Hey, Charles, uh, I have yeah. a question. Hit me. What's an RSS feed? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna ask that too. Oh, wow. Yeah, uh, I'm going to leave the I don't know thing in there because it's funny um, and we got a real good reaction out of it. But I just went to Wikipedia, which is the where you should start most of your papers in college anyway, right? Yeah, um, I just went to Google and literally just typed in RSS feed and it literally pulled up the format. Yeah, wow. I'm pretty so, sure yeah. it's a company specifically that like hosts podcasts that, uh, and so like you get like a feed, right? Well, yeah. this this is actually probably the the best technical talk we could have possibly had. So yes, an RSS feed itself is a specific web based protocol for sharing uh, a computer readable format of of audio or text that can go to anything. It's kind of like Java in the '90s, and probably I'm willing to bet if we go in deeper, it's like oh, it actually runs based on a Java applet. Um, but it's a way to get simple data plugged into any other web service and out to other people. Yeah, basically any web, any other web service can read an RSS feed and know what that audio is encoded, know the encoded audio and like put it forward. So like if you attach it to Spotify or something, then every time you upload it, Spotify knows what the new thing is. Yeah, so so that's that's part the key part of a podcast versus like just hosting audio to YouTube because you always have to go through YouTube. If you have an RSS feed or you post your podcast to a service, it can go to anything else. And to, to say it specifically, we use Anchor because one, it's free. And all we've got to do is upload the MP3 from our editing, add a cover image and a description. And then from our Anchor channel that we post up in our bio and on our website, it gets posted out to Spotify, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, and I think we just got emails from like seven other um, aggregate services. 
to post or to host our podcast from there. So that's why you get that statement from so many podcasters of wherever you get your podcast from, including in our intro. Uh, it's because we all we got to do is post the MP3. It goes to a generic RSS feed, and then it can go literally anywhere to any other web service. I'm also um, fairly certain that people can just subscribe to an RSS feed on its own and not go through any tertiary service. Uh, bingo. And that's what the Wikipedia is telling me why RSS is such a wonderful little protocol. Mm -hmm. uh, hot damn. So computer science students are probably going to like email into this, push up their glasses anime style, and then Actually. slice us in half. But it, honestly, we, I, I would appreciate that kind of feedback. And look, if anybody that reads this wants to call in like we're some sort of radio service um if somebody wants to like give us better info or an understanding be it faculty or student or otherwise about rss technology or webhooks or otherwise give, send us an email let's get you in on this we're 100 percent remote you can come talk with us and correct my horrible uh theater degree understanding of web-based technologies <laughs> yeah <laughs> Not to call myself yeah. out too much, but uh, we've got, we're on an academic campus. Somebody knows if we don't know what we're talking about, somebody does. That's the glorious thing, right? Yeah. So that's, yeah, that, that kind of gets us into the position of, look, if you pick a hosting site, once you have your podcast up on a host, like on Anchor or Podbean or Buzzsprout, you can just share the link to the RSS feed or that channel and anybody can listen to it. So there's your project for class taken care of, or there's your podcast started out. Uh, what's really cool, particularly about Anchor, um, is that since, because it goes out to multiple services automatically, you may get requests for monetization. So welcome to our podcast, Poor College Students, uh, is they will send you, hey, this company would like to uh, advertise on your podcast. They will send you a script, you record it, plug it into a a timestamp or a portion of your um, podcast and you get to make like dozens of cents at a time just by having somebody people play your podcast. Honestly, somebody's making money uh, on podcasts and the answer is Spotify. Uh, but wow, we're hot damn. Look, over the course of the past hour, we've checked in on Drew's uh, mass murdering capacity, uh, how and when to get rid of evidence um, I got electrocuted. Uh, I'm the gonna aliens have... have visited. We've got a solid portion to Abducted. cut. Yeah. Yep. I'm going to call that as here's an easy place to cut uh, the Here, last me, I'll clap seven. It. I'll clap again. Yeah. There you go. Nice. <laughs> I feel like every time I talk, yeah. there's a 50% chance we have to cut the podcast and start See, over. And, and we're going to and we're gonna cut like uh, all what we talked about, but you're going to leave in us talking about the fact that we had to cut stuff, right? Oh, yeah, you know it. <laughs> oh, oh, amazing. Uh, cool. Yeah, we're going to cut that. Given that wonderful little cut of uh, jokes that we can't do on a university-based podcast, uh, we want to thank you for tuning into the Creative Production Lab. As always, if you've got questions about any kind of creative project, making your own podcast, radio cast, or otherwise, we're here to help by email, by Zoom. Uh, you can reach out to Instagram and check out our website uh, for additional documentation and videos about this project in particular, in case you just wanna guide yourself through it. So I'm gonna let everybody else say their uh, goodbyes and thank you, and then we'll uh, cut to the end. Sean, say, say goodbye to folks. 
Uh, goodbye, everybody. Have fun. Stay safe. And, um, uh, uh yeah. Good. Good. Um, Thank <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Uh, that was great. I stumbled yeah. over myself. Let me this try that again. This is a great again. outro, actually. This is a fantastic <clears throat> outro. Goodbye, everybody. Have fun. Stay safe. And, uh, make something cool. Damn it, Sean. That was too good. Yeah. As always, make um, yourself cool too. You 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 can yeah. make yourself cool. You don't have to make something that just you go do you. Make something cool. Make a cool craft. Make yourself cool. Have fun. Yeah, very we're here to for <laughs> We're here. To, we're here to. We're here to help. Um, if you need any help with any sort of uh, creative endeavor that you are looking to do for school or personally, send us an email. Um, and one of us will definitely be able to help you out with that. Uh, yeah, for sure. Uh, if y'all have any questions, but definitely about some of the basics when it comes to programs like Photoshop, or you're just trying to get any uh, really cool, interesting visual projects done, uh, definitely hit us up at the CPL. If y'all want some wood burnt or uh, bodies hidden, we can also try to help with that too. I'm leaving that in. Absolutely, Charles. Hey guys, regular human Drew back. Just want to make sure you all smash that like button, hit that subscribe, ring that bell, and leave a comment. Uh, just so everybody knows, that will be the last time you hear from Drew uh, for these podcasts forever. I hope I, I hope it was worth the joke, Drew. Why did these men show up in an unmarked vehicle <laughs> outside my house? Cool. Oh no, they're coming! Okay, uh, everybody, uh, thanks so much, and we will see you again at the next episode of The Creative Production Lab, uh, and we'll talk to you again soon. Bye. 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 <laughs> <laughs> the door is being knocked down. I'm gonna, I, I already stopped my recording. Leave that in. That's it for episode two. We'll be back with more on topics ranging from laserable illustrations all the way to custom vinyl stickers. If you want us to cover something, reach out via email. Our address is unolibraryCPL at unomaha.edu. Otherwise, check out our website at library.unomaha.edu or see what we've got happening on Instagram. Our handle is at UNOLibraryCPL. Thank you for listening to The Creative Production Lab from University of Nebraska at Omaha's Chris Library. I'm your host, Charles Fisher, and we'll see you again soon.